You are listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Connect with me on YouTube at Past Life Lady or on my Facebook fan page at Past Life Lady. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Guess what? You're never going to believe this. My book, Lifestream, Journey into Past and Future Lives, is turning 20 in the month of June. It came out on June 15th of 2003. And so to celebrate, I'm going to be back on Coast to Coast AM with my dear friend, George Nori, overnight on June 20th into the solstice. And on the summer solstice this year, I'm releasing a 20th anniversary edition of the book. And if you pre-order a copy, even the Kindle, I'm going to invite you to a special summer solstice meditation and past life event on the 21st of June. So pre-order that now. Thank you so much for supporting this book over the years. Um, It was really quite a journey to get to revisit this material after so long. And I know this book has sold um, thousands of copies around the world. So thank you for your support and join me as we celebrate the 20th anniversary of Lifestream Journeys into Past and Future Lives. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. Hey, my dear one, I hope you're having a wonderful week. So we are getting ready to have an amazing episode with Sheila and Marcus Gillette that you are going to love, but I did want to beam in here and I wanted to thank you so much for listening to my show. I went to Denver last weekend and long story short, I won seven awards. Um, Both of my books, Ancient Lands and Other Worlds won the best Uh, reincarnation book of the year. It won for alternative science. And then Journeys Through the Akashic Records became the book of the year and it won a bunch of awards. I'll talk about that more next week. But above all, the Healing Arts Podcast won People's Choice, meaning you, the public, voted for my show. And I am so grateful. I don't even know what to say. I am shocked. Um, If you go out to my Instagram. I don't really get out there much because I've been so busy, but I posted a bunch of photos. If you go to Instagram.com slash Shelly Care, you can see them, or you can come on over to my Facebook page, my main Facebook page, 
is Past Life Lady. And I also have another one at Shelly Care, but I post all the pictures from Instagram on my Past Life Lady Facebook page. So go check it out. I'll be talking more about all that. The other things I want to tell you is that I am going to be back on Coast to Coast AM um, Tuesday, June 20th, overnight going into the summer solstice. I am releasing Lifestream um, in ebook because it is the 20th anniversary of that book. This book has been um, edited and I've added some new material in it. And also the print version of the book, I did go ahead and release on June 15th because that was the 20th anniversary of Lifestream. And this is the book that really got my whole career started. So um, I would love you to join me. I'm going to do a summer solstice meditation that is going to take place around 10 a.m. Central Standard Time because that is the exact moment of the solstice. So we're going to have a meditation together. And then if you pre-order my book or buy my book, if you'll email me the receipt, then I will just give you a special gift recording that you can listen to in the Healing Arts School. But the Summer Solstice event will be on Zoom uh, live. And then I think I'm going to go ahead and run that next weekend. So as part of our show, that's that's what I've decided to do. But it's free. So if you want to uh, partake and join me on Zoom, just send me an email and I'll give you the link. All right. But anyway, I just thank you so much for listening to this show. Recently, I was asking myself, should I keep doing the show or not? But now I guess the people have spoken. Um, you are the reason why I do this. So I hope it's enjoyable. I hope it's helpful. Um, it means the world to me that we are friends and I am keeping you in my prayers always. So I hope that you'll enjoy this show today with uh, Sheila and Marcus because it is pretty cool. They are amazing. And also, um, that's about it. In a minute, I'm going to have a, another pre-recorded segment where we're going to introduce you to the relaxation. But I just wanted to come in and thank you for voting for the show. And I will see you very soon. Hey, dear one. I hope you're having a wonderful week. So I know we have a lot of people who listen to Healing Arts Podcast who are huge fans of channeling, and there isn't anybody better than Sheila Gillette. So I have her and her amazing husband, Marcus, are with us today to talk about their new book, The Art of Relationship, and you are going to love this interview. So I hope you're doing well. And just remember, we're going to do our breathing exercise at the beginning of the episode, and then we will get right into this um, art of relationship interview. So enjoy it and blessings to you, dear one. Welcome to this moment of relaxation. So wherever you're at, whether you're sitting, whether you're in movement, go ahead and take a moment now to focus on your breathing and take a deep and healing breath in through your nose, breathing in love and joy and peace and light and exhaling any tensions or concerns and take another deep breath in through your nose. Thank you. 
as you breathe and just imagine every single cell in your being is filling with love and peace and light and you can bring all of your energy and awareness to this moment to relaxing and to just being you as we continue with another deep healing breath in through the nose Engaging in love and harmony and joy and happiness and exhaling love and joy and harmony and happiness. Very good. My dear friends, welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. So I'm so excited today to be connecting with Sheila and Marcus Gillette. Um, They have an incredible love story that they're going to share with us today, amongst other things. Sheila has been um, working with a group called Theo. I'm going to have her tell you about that. And together, they've written a beautiful book called The Art of Relationship. I love your book so much. There is so much that people need. Um, that you've addressed here. So um, Marcus and Sheila, welcome to Healing Arts. It's great to see you. Thank you for inviting us, Shelley. It's great to meet you and be with your listeners. It's it's fun to share the wisdom of Theo with all who have ears to hear. Yeah, thank you, Shelley. It's great to meet you. Absolutely. It's beautiful work. Um, Sheila, could you share with this audience just how you first met Theo and who they are? It's just such an amazing story. Thanks for asking. And it's been a while. Back in 1969, I had a near-death experience after the birth of a child. And I had pulmonary embolism. I could not breathe. My lungs were non-functional. And this was before ventilators, which we've all become familiar with in the last few years. Mm-hmm. But my lungs were full of fluid. And I knew if I closed my eyes, I was in intensive care, that I wouldn't open them again. And I learned later that my family was being prepared that I would not live through the day. But I knew that something big was coming down and I just said, hey, God, give me a job. I'll do anything. Just give me a job. I want to stay on the planet, be the mother for my children. And the cubicle, the intensive care room I was in became extremely bright as if the sun had risen in the room itself and I saw movement at the end of my bed and when I focused on it Jesus was standing at the end of my bed so you can imagine it was um, not shocking but curious and I was just mesmerized by him by his eyes and as he stood there he took his hands and he folded his arms like this inside this garment he had on had real deep sleeves. And when he did that, he smiled. And I heard inside my head, like we hear our own thoughts, a distinct male voice that said, 
remember my child, you are loved. And I then felt as if my crown opened up and this warmth started like poured in and it started going through the inside of my body. I could feel it in every cell. And as it went through the trunk of my body, I felt as if I could take a deep breath. And up until then, it felt like an elephant was sitting on me and I couldn't breathe. And that experience, as I talk to you about it now, is as vivid to me today as it was five decades ago. However, I then started getting better. So yes, it was a near-death experience, but it was also a miraculous healing. And I was in the hospital for a month till I got stronger and my lungs clear were clearing and when I got home about six months later, I had all kinds of psychic phenomena happening to me externally and internally. I could hear messages as I heard Jesus's voice. I could do automatic writing. Um, I could I could do uh, looking at objects on the table. I could concentrate on them and they would move. Now, I don't know if it was my concentration that moved them or Theo or the angels that came to work with me. But I knew I wasn't doing these things. And Theo and the angels knew I needed proof because my analytical mind would have thought I was making it all up. So I know some of your viewers and listeners probably have had some, a similar experience where they go, did that really happen? But this was so profound and intense, there was no question. And then as it evolved, um, there were scientists that were researching parapsychology and metaphysics that reached out to me. And I was invited to go to a conference where I met them. And then I was invited to be tested for my psychic ability, which was great because I didn't know anybody that knew anything about what was happening to me. I found an Edgar Cayce book. There weren't very many books out there. In fact, I only found one. And as I read it, I thought, well, this is what's happening to me. So that was very helpful. I think I was guided to that. But then as I was um, tested and the scientists said, you're not crazy, you're a psychic, which was like, Okay, giving you the, the stamp of approval. But then people just started finding about, out about the work that I was doing with Theo. And just by word of mouth, I did ask Theo years ago. They said that that I we together be I would write a book, and that was shocking to me as well. And then they said we I would be doing larger groups and in and working with individuals. And I and I said to them, well, how's that going to happen? Where are these people going to come from? And they said, don't worry about it. We're bringing them. We're sending them. And so over the years, that's been true. It's been incredible, the stories that Marcus have, and I have heard from clients of ours, how they've come to, to us and to experience Theo they, there's some pretty interesting stories that that have happened but that was five decades ago and now it's 
expanded. And the things that I was told then is exactly what we're doing here today, that there would be a global audience, a global community, and technology and media and all of those things would be a part of this expanded growth of consciousness that's happening now. It's really amazing. Um, friends, go to their website. It's asktheo.com. Really amazing. Um, you can see also you have some different videos. Um, we'll have some links below where people can go on your website and receive a video from you. Um, I read, I listened to one thing you talked about that when you were first communicating with Theo, you felt that you were to lay down in the way that Casey did and just close your eyes and allow this consciousness Theo to come through you. How hard was that to, to get started on that when it was first happening? Well, it all happened spontaneously. It wasn't something I trained for, planned for, or, you know, practiced. All of these phenomenal things were just happening one after the other as I was allowing it to happen. But remember back in intensive care, I asked God for a job. Yes. And so that was such a strong commitment that I made that I thought, okay, this is it. So whatever comes, comes. And I've said yes to this. And it's kept me going now for all this time. And it's been a, a miraculous experience in many ways. But, but it's also been so gratifying to see that the wisdom of Theo and the lives that have been changed by, by their wisdom and also people that I've worked with and mentored, such as Esther Hicks, and the work that they're doing in the world and how much impact that is happening. happening. And I'm just grateful that I had a little bit of influence on that as well. It's fantastic. The other thing I love about the two of you is your love story. It is absolutely incredible. Um, friends, we're going to have the links to the art of relationship here in the show notes. You need to get this book. It's fantastic. Um, I love that, Marcus, you are the one that asks Theo these questions that, that then come forth. And I was wondering if you could share. And again, friends, you need to read the book because what, the other thing I love about your book is each of you tells your version of the story. And Sheila really does have a great version of the story that I'd love you to read. So, but Marcus, if you could share how you first became aware of who Sheila even was, and then how this has turned into this beautiful uh, love story that you all are inspiring the rest of us with. Well, thanks for the question, Sheila. Yeah, we love talking about this stuff. You know, um, in book, the first the, the first chapter is titled Our Multidimensional Love Story. And it is aptly titled because of the experiences that Sheila and I had, and not just once we met each other, but leading up to meeting each other as well. And I, I will tell you that um, it really starts in a grocery store of all places in Scottsdale, Arizona, in a checkout line. I'll give you the Reader's Digest version of the story, but we, uh, you know how you, just, you see somebody, you say hi to them, and you just have an exchange, and, and then you leave, and don't think anything about it. And that's what happened to us in the grocery store at the Safeway in Scottsdale to me and a woman by the name of, of uh, Donna was her name. 
turned out. And so I got back in my car. We didn't exchange anything, names, nothing. And I got back in my car and I heard that voice, Shelly, say, go give her your business card. I was like, well, I, I started arguing with the voice. I mean, I was pretty comfortable by then with the voice. I knew who the voice was. And it was my guidance telling me to go give her my business card. And it got more insistent and louder in my head. So I finally said, okay, I'll go give her my business card. And I, I had realized up until that point that arguing with that voice was not going to ever be a good idea. So I went, I knocked on the window, I gave her my business card. I said, I don't know what I'm being, I'm being guided to do this. Uh, it must be some reason for me to give you this my card. And she must have thought I was like a stalker or something, right? And um, and I gave her my card and I never thought another thing of it. A week later, she calls. And it turns out she had lived in Santa Fe. New Mexico. She knew Sheila from Santa Fe, although I didn't know anything about Sheila at that time. We we decided to get together to go out to dinner, and a friend of mine was in town. One of my good friends from college was in town. The night that she called, we got together. The three of us went out, and we talked about all kinds of spiritual stuff. And she told me, oh, you got to meet, I'm going to give you a copy of a book that a friend of mine in Santa Fe wrote, who channels Theo. That's the first time I'd ever heard about Theo. So Two things happened. One is that she and my friend made a love connection and lived together for five years. So that, that's the first interesting part of the story. And the second thing is, the next time we got together, she brings me her copy, a well-worn copy of the, of the Fifth Dimension, Channels to a New Reality, um, which was Sheila's first book with Simon and & Schuster. And I loved that book. I devoured that book. It was her story, her life story. And it was a lot of teachings of Theo. And like Sheila said earlier, they foretold of this time, literally that we're living in right now. And I just love the book. And then I got a call. Uh, Don and I became friends. She and my friend lived together pretty shortly after meeting each other. And we all hung out together. And then about two years later, I got a phone call from Donna saying, hey, Sheila's coming to town. Would you like to meet her? And I said, yes, I would love to meet her. And uh, we we arranged to have a meeting at the Phoenician Resort here in Paradise Valley, Arizona, to have a glass of wine on a Thursday night. And um, and I walked in the building. And I'm going to turn this part of the story over to Sheila because it's kind of more her experience than than mine. What happened at that point? Tell us so, more. Excuse me. <laughs> Tell us more. We want to know. Okay. Everything. Well, it's a fun story to share. It was, and it's been a fun story to live, I have to say. But um, Donna and I made contact. We both left Santa Fe about the same time. But I had been back in Santa Fe and a mutual friend said that Donna had left the country for a short period of time, but had moved to Arizona. And that if I was ever in Phoenix, that she'd like to reconnect. And she gave me Donna's information, her contact information. This was in the end of February. So in March, I knew that I was coming to Phoenix to do a talk, uh, a Friday night talk and an all day Saturday retreat. And so in March, I called Donna and said, I'm, I'm coming. And she said, oh, that's wonderful. I want to get together and I have two friends I want you to meet. She didn't describe them. She didn't say anything about them. But that happens to me in different cities of people that I know that have introduced me to other people, as we all do. And so I said, okay. And I happened to my best friend 
happened to live in Phoenix. So I would stay with them. And so I told she and her husband of this meeting at the Phoenician and would like, they like to come? And they said, yes, of course. So the three of us went to the Venetian and, and went out onto the balcony or, or the patio or however you want to call their um, decking right off the, the bar area in the lobby. It's a beautiful place. And so I, we went out and Donna and Chip, Marcus's friend, were already there. So we just gathered around the table, the five of us, and just were chatting because my friend and her husband had lived in Santa Fe for a while as well. So we had a lot of catch up that we could do. And then Marcus was the, the last one of the group to come. And because of my intuitive abilities, I feel energy strongly. And I felt this strong energy come in the building. I didn't know where it was coming from. Sometimes it's discarnate beings that are around. But I just started casually looking around thinking, what is this and where is it coming from? And then we were, the, the five of us were just chatting and Marcus wasn't even at the table yet, but he was walking up to the table and I felt that energy and it like hit me. I couldn't breathe. I looked up and I literally could not breathe. We hear those songs about take my breath away. Well, he did, but it wasn't just because he was pretty nice looking and had a good energy about him. It was more than that. It was more than I had ever experienced. It was, my brain went to who is this? Why is this happening? I can't breathe. But I also had the awareness that he'd read my book because Donna had said she'd given it to him. So I knew he knew more about me than I did about him. And so he walked up to the table and so I could catch my breath. I said, well, what's your story? And he began to talk and I could breathe. And um, instantaneously, I knew we were supposed to be together. But my greater fear was, what if he doesn't get it? And I know, ladies, we've all had that fear. What if he doesn't get it? So luckily he did. Luckily he did. Because we've been pretty much together ever since. We, I was living in Colorado and he in Arizona. And, and then over faxing and telephone conversations, we became friends. And then and I came back to Arizona to go on a vision quest in the bottom of the Grand Canyon with Marcus and several other people. So here that's, we are. That's where kind of the, the multidimensionality of it all began too, Shelley. You know, we when we got down into the Havasupai, which is the, the people of the blue-green waters, it's just a gorgeous Shangri-La in the, in the bottom of the Grand Canyon, about halfway down to the Colorado River. And we had uh, some uh, Native American friends who shared their land with us and their sweat lodge ceremonies, and we would bring groups of people down before I met Sheila. And um, I, when we got down there, she brought some friends of hers with her as well. We, uh, we had an experience of sitting outside of a sweat lodge and we had made a connection with each other. We, you know, there was something going on, you know, and uh, we were um, 
by the way, Shelly, I'm not sure I would recommend to, to anybody to necessarily take your date on a, on a five-day camping trip for your first date, but nonetheless. Um, and we were sitting outside of a sweat lodge with two Native American children. One was the granddaughter uh, of the of the our friend whose land we were camping on, and the other was her cousin. Um, and, and Melina and, and Darius were their names. And uh, in, in a moment, everything changed. So, and as an expert on reincarnation, I know you can you can appreciate this that the everything changed. So the whole landscape changed. Our clothing changed. The children, you know, were were dressed differently. Sheila and I were dressed differently, and it was clearly in that moment of awareness of what was occurring. It was clearly a different time that we had all been together. And I looked at Sheila, and she immediately looked at me, and she said, "Are you seeing what I'm seeing?" And I began to describe it, and she said, "That's precisely what I'm seeing." And then she told me more. So having these, you know, having past life experiences is awesome and revealing, and uh, can be very, very supportive of our emotional mastery in this lifetime, as you know. But this was this was cool because it was simultaneous. That was the the really cool thing. And one more thing, just leading up to that, and then there were other experiences that happened down there that were just incredible. And we came back out, and and the night that we came out, to, the night later, we had a, a gathering at my home, a bunch of my friends and acquaintances that I wanted to introduce to Sheila and Theo, and they we had a Theo session. And then Sheila and I were sitting outside later that night and she looked at me and I looked at her and I said, so what are we going to do on our second date? And she said, well, I don't, I don't date. And so I just blurted out, well, I guess we'll just have to get married. And that was exactly what happened. But what happened in that moment, and, and this, this part of it gets difficult to, to describe, is that there was an awake, there was an awareness that I've never felt in my entire life. It was a, it was, it was such an, a, a, maybe a six-dimensional or, or, or higher experience. Meaning, I wasn't in my physical. I wasn't in the, I wasn't in the third or the fourth or the fifth dimension when this was going on. Because you know, Theo talks about we're living in the fifth dimension right now. It was remarkable, and it lasted for hours. At one point, I had to walk inside and turn the lights on so I could just confirm that I was still physical. If that makes any sense at all, it was really wild. Five or six nights earlier, however, we'd had an experience where Sheila came to me in her light body on the night before we went down into the Havasupai, and I saw her in this crystalline form, which took me 25 years to ask Theo about it, and they confirmed that it was Sheila in her light body, that she had projected herself to me, and there was a, there was a, a coming together that night in that experience, the night, literally the night before we went down to the, to the Grand Canyon. So all this cool stuff was going on, and I guess the, the 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 coolest part for us of the story is just the the no doubtedness that occurred in these experiences and in the love that we developed for each other uh, as a result of being in a in a magical place like the soup like to have a soup by getting to know each other and then you know coming out for you know five days later and deciding that we're going to spend the rest of our lives together so it was it was pretty cool. That is so amazing and so romantic and wonderful. And this book that the two of you have put together with Theo, um, The Art of Relationship, when you're talking about that, I know there's people watching and listening to this. You know, everybody, I think, well, or I can't say everybody, but many people really want to find that special love, like the love that the two of you have. And one of the things that um, you and Theo discuss in the book is the idea that we need to 
make a list of the qualities we want. Everybody's been told to do that, but why we need to ask ourselves, do we possess those same qualities? Because like is coming together with like, and I think that's exactly what happened with the two of you. You merged, you came together spiritually, and that's that alignment is what's what's obvious here in your relationship. So speak about that aspect, why we need to cultivate ourselves really. Well, we have to love ourselves to let love in. And, you know, we the old paradigm is needy. You know, if I fix you, you'll fix me and we'll be happy. And that doesn't work. It's an inside out job. We have to come into our wholeness to have wholeness in our relationships. So that's what Theo talks about is the first love is the love of yourself. And it's not the conceited or narcissistic type of um, way of being. It's it's the truth of being, of, of knowing your value and, and really honoring yourself, knowing your core values and to what you were speaking, those values are so important. They need to match. So it's just not looking outside for somebody to fill that gap. You have to fill it in you, and then it attracts the likeness of itself in someone else. So we speak a, a lot about that and how to love yourself enough to attract the love of your life and to have relationships that are better all around whether it's a primary relationship or a work relationship or a family relationship, it's, it affects everything. And everything's relational. We were, that life is re, a relationship-based experience. So that's why Theo, when we asked him what's next a few years ago, what do you wanna focus on? They said, relationships. And hence, here's the book. Fantastic. You've also, through Theo, um, you've talked about soul integration. Um, you've discussed past lives and the challenges of the family and, and the, the integration of parts of the soul that have to come together in this. And I was wondering if you could share a little bit about that. It's very profound. Read the book, kids. Okay, please. <laughs> it is very profound because... You know, many people say, oh, it's like inner child work. Yes. It's like soul retrieval work. Yes. And more. Yes. Because it, to, and to your beautiful work, it touches on all of our soul experiences and the fragmentations of where beliefs about us that are untrue begin. You know, we adopt from situations, circumstances, and conditions, challenges, thoughts about ourselves, of not being worthy, not being lovable, pretty, handsome, smart, whatever the not enoughnesses are, they're beliefs that are created or adopted in a moment of time. They keep having us having repetitive patterns to prove us right, that we're not worthy. So Theo has given us a process called the soul integrational process that are steps of how to rewrite that script. Events, situations, circumstances, 
They don't change. That's our history. That's our curriculum of growth. However, the beliefs that are created can be changed because we can broaden our perception. As Theo would say, we can broaden the aperture of our life and see things differently. Marcus, do you have more to add about that? Well, yeah, I, I think it's, it's um, it, it, to simplify it, it, it really, it, it, a lot of people say, well, this sounds so simple. And yet it's very layered and subtle. And there's a lot of nuances to it for sure. But at the end of the day, to Sheila's point, Shelley, just the ability to understand the core circumstances in which untrue beliefs are about ourselves are created or adopted from someone else's opinion of us or an experience. And to be able to have the awareness in this lifetime now, in this moment, to say, as you become reactive, emotionally reactive, as you move into fear, resistance, lack of trust, whatever it might be, that's been holding you back in any area of your life, there's a moment of awareness of the untrue nature of that belief that you're just getting ready to act upon, right? And what, what helps, I think a lot of people understand this process as well, is to know that who we really are, and Theo lately has been talking a lot about remembering, remembering, really waking up to who we really are. And who we really are is a vibrational, as a vibration of unconditional love. It's a state of being. You know, uh, we asked Theo, well, how do you see us? And they say, well, if, if you could see yourself as we see you, there'd be no discontent, only love and joy in your life, because we see you at, at, the, at the vibration of light that you are, which is unconditional love. So uh, the state of being, of, of becoming, of unconditional love uh, really assists, I think, a lot of us in, in like, once we begin this process, this path of soul integration, uh, and, and we and we see evidence of our of us loving ourselves. Everything begins to change. Our psychic abilities and spiritual connection become stronger. Our relationships become stronger. And because we stand in our own authority, free of un unlimiting beliefs about ourselves, we can establish and maintain healthy boundaries, and and really stand in our power and our authority in a way that changes lives. Absolutely. Our relationships get better, our ability to work with universal laws, to manifest abundance, create vocari, you know, be able to um, understand the, uh, the emotional blockages in our physical body and how it's creating pain and imbalance, you know, working with the soul integrative process to work through those, uh, those beliefs, that, those emotions that have been un, unintended to, unintegrated, uh, our physical body gets, gets, we get healthier. And Theo's been talking about living to 130, 140, you know, and not just with the medical technology that we all expect that's, that is coming online right now, but with the spiritual technology that we have. And that's a, vib you know, that's a, a vibrational frequency uh, opportunity. Yeah, Theo was seemed very clear about the idea that we don't need to experience illness and that these, whether it's vibrational medicine and Theo even gives credit from what I'm reading to even the medical profession as well, that all of these things are working together to hopefully um, assist this longevity as long as we're able to integrate the soul and release the burdens from all these different areas that you're talking about, which would be past lives, um, ancestral. You talked about ancestral healing. You know, that's another area I love. Um, yeah. All of the influences that we have that we can choose to release. And it's, it's just really, really good work. It's amazing. It, it is. And, and it's real. You know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a system, a method, a process that actually works and that 
you know, you can look at it on the surface and go, well, that sounds kind of, you know, whatever that our preconceived notions might be, but you start applying these principles and you start, you know, for people that don't meditate, for instance, we say the first thing we invite you to do is think about meditating every day, every single day. And just in that process of meditating, you open yourself up, as you know, to, to just raising your own frequency in a way that makes these experiences more frequent and opens us up uh, in a way that, um, uh, yeah, that just, just makes us more connected, you know? Pretty, it's pretty amazing, actually. And, and again, it's just a process of awareness of knowing you know, who we are and where these untrue beliefs about ourselves originate. It's really important. So would Theo want to give a few words to this audience today? Of course, I'd be happy to ask them, invite them in to speak. Okay, so wonderful. it takes just a second. And um, they'll speak to you. They'll acknowledge you have questions and they'll say you may begin. So I'll invite them now and I'll talk to you after. Here we go. It is the beginning, is it not? There is an asking, you may begin. Yeah, I just wanted to welcome you and thank you for the information and the wisdom and the work you're doing. And just, I wanted to know if there's anything you would like to share. So this is a grand time and a magnificent time to be incarnated. And know that each and every one of you has chosen to incarnate. It is not demanded of you. The sole desire for the experience, the human experience, and particularly now for the old ways of being, the old belief systems are crumbling and the new is being formed in a higher conscious state, never before experienced on the earth or in human body and it is now that is why you're aware of the chaos in the outer in the world it's all creating that chaos for change to our higher state of being in the human experience and consciousness and so all the foundational forms must change as well so in this the integrative process is prominent for the old patterns of being, the ways of being that have been generationally passed along societally, culturally, again, generationally for thousands of years are changing and you are the change agents for that change. And it is a shift of consciousness to have self-realization ultimately. You may ask. How can people best move forward in this self-realization at this time? So when you notice that you're emotionally reactive, you can use that energy to transform the belief systems that you've held of not being worthy. 
And in this is a recognition, a revelation, a remembering of who you are. But it's also knowing the adult you is not the one that's emotionally reactive. It's one of the fragmented aspects that fragment and create the beliefs in the moment that continue to react emotionally to situations, circumstances, conditions, energy. That's why you see repetitive patterns being experienced. So when you recognize a reaction and ask, side of you is reactive, you can come to an awareness of where this core belief first started and what age. And the adult you can love that part of self, can reframe the belief, rewrite that, and love this little fragment forward into the present because they've been frozen in that moment and in that belief. And when there is that defrosting, if you would, the remembering and the coming forward with love into the heart, the home is the heart, the seat of the soul, there's a relief and transformation begins to occur in one's life. Excellent. And can you talk to people a little bit about the fifth dimension and where we're at and where we're headed in the coming years? So as you're aware, historically, the third dimension has been your physical reality. The fourth has been the spiritual awakening that has been most prevalent in the last 200 years, you might say, spiritualism, transcendentalism. And now there are waves of awakening that you're more than a physical being, that you're a soul having physical experience, having a human experience. And in that realization is the fifth dimensionary energy where the veils between the multidimensionality of your soul are very thin. You can have these rememberings, this understanding, and this awareness of this more than physical, that the earth is one choice of experience of which you've chosen now to incarnate into. For there, it's an exquisite opportunity, actually. But in this, in the changing of these patterns, the world is changing as well. So many have spoken of a second coming or the time of revelation. It's now, you're living it, but not in a devastating way, in the ability to transform consciousness, that in that higher conscious state and awareness of unconditional love, all the foundational structures will change by the people by those that are embodied, not politicians. There will be the working of science and the arts to bring forth a different cultural experience for humans that in turn assists all other species. The planet will be here longer than those that are inhabiting physicality now. 
But in these new generations to come, they won't need to act out those old patterns, those old belief systems. The new is being formed now in a higher state of being. Excellent. Your art of relationship that you have co-created here with Sheila and Marcus is wonderful. I feel that it's very timely because of the things you're speaking about, the perception that we are different when we're really all one. And so how can we evolve these relationships so that we can move into our true purpose? So purpose is life itself. You've chosen life. And life is always wanting more life lived through you and for you. You're not a victim of life, you are a creator of life, having chosen to embody a human body. You birth into your human body and when you are complete with this particular incarnated journey, you will birth into your multidimensionality once again. Energy is constant, only form has changed. But this time brings in a new world. And what we mean by that, the earth will stay as it is, but will get better because the consciousness has shifted. And each and every one of you see life through broader lenses, and you're changing those belief systems of limitations, knowing that you're more than you think you are. That knowingness moves human experience forward now exponentially in a higher state. Beautiful. We thank you for joining us today. We are appreciative of the opportunity to serve. You are complete with your questions. Yes. God's love on to you. And to Good you. Day. Hi, Shelley. Hi, Marcus. Hi, Sheila. Thank you. That was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, they, they have a lot of wisdom for us, for sure. Thank you for sharing your energy with all of us. I mean, this is just, it's a beautiful message. Certainly my pleasure and, and a privilege to be with you. And we enjoy sharing our story and sharing Theo with you and all your listeners. Thanks for inviting us. Absolutely. Friends, I really recommend this book. I know, um, you know, so many of my clients and students over the years have talked to me about different aspects of relationship. When am I going to have that right relationship? When is this going to happen? Um, there's just so much wisdom here and just really actionable things that you can do to bring yourself in the state of awareness that will attract the love that you want and here is the beautiful example of it right in front of us marcus sheila you're amazing and it's been a joy to connect with you today thank you as well
Thanks, Shelly. It's been great meeting you, and uh, we really appreciate you having us on. Thanks for all the kind words, too, about the work. Absolutely. So visit them online at asktheo.com. And friends, check it all out. I'll have the links below, and I will see you next time on the next episode of Healing Arts. Hey friends, have you wanted to access the Akashic Records but had no idea how to do that? Well, guess what? My new book, Journeys Through the Akashic Records, will take you step by step through the process so that you can access other realms of consciousness for your own healing and transformation. This book will show you how to open the door to this wellspring of information meet with your spirit guides, do present life healing, psychic protection, go out into the field of possibilities to access your higher soul's purpose, meet your guides and helpers, your soul group, and so much more. Again, over 50 guided journeys await you as you access the Akashic Records and receive information that is personal to you for your healing and self-transformation. Check out the book now. Just go over to my website, pastlifelady.com. Click on the book link and order today. You've been listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at pastlifelady.com or on YouTube at pastlifelady.com or connect with me on Facebook at Past Life Lady.